Yo, yo, yo. What up? It is us. We are back again for episode three of the Wise and Moisturize podcast. I am Gary, joined not only by Paige, but we have an illustrious guest here with us today. It's the gratitude guru, Tiara Bryant, the host of the It's Giving Gratitude podcast. Shout out to her. Hey, boo. Hi. How are you guys? Lovely. Better now that you're here. Yeah, Yeah. thanks for joining us, Boo. Can you let the people know where they can listen to your awesome-ass podcast? Absolutely. So, yes, I am Tiara, the Gratitude Guru. Um, My podcast can be heard on Anchor, Spotify, and is also coming to YouTube. So, tap in with your girl. You can always go to my Instagram, um, the Guru Gratitude, the Gratitude Guru. Jeez, you think I'll get my own name right? (laughs) (laughs) We'll put your information in the bio of the yeah. um, description of the show, so you can follow her there too, y'all. Perfect. Yes, yes. So, um, how y'all feeling? I'm good. I'm chilling. That's good. Um, I just got a fresh retwist, so I'm bringing all the spicy ass energy today. So I just want to let y'all know I'm feeling myself. So. Yeah, you was all you was all like hair appointment. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you okay. know, just out here, you know, just swinging them dreads or whatever, really lost. And I was about to say, and everybody on this podcast is lost. Oh, hey. I was about to say, you see it, but they don't. <laughs> you can feel the vibe. I was about to say, yes, we're very wise and moisturized over here. Come on, baby. Excellent. And we lock it down. So, Ooh, all right, come on with the lock pun. Okay. Listen, you know I'm punny. Okay. All right, all right. All right. Give a nigga an inch, they take a mile. I'm start walling. You know I'm punny. All right. <laughs> Listen, I'm channeling every bit of Issa. It's me season. Oh, heard you. All right, coming out the gate winning. So, as we go into uh, it's me season, um, I am happy to talk about today's audacity. So, our guest came in with a little one-two punch talking about Pikmin culture and we have a couple topics to talk about that so you know Tiara since you're here you're our guest you have so much to share why don't you tell us a little bit about your opinions on Pikmin culture what is that like give the people some info okay so let me say this I am very open-minded I've been working on perspective so I always want to premise whatever I say with that so I, I stand on it but um, I actually would really like to know what you guys think. Like, really, what is your definition? What is your personal definition of pick me, of a pick me? Or you can give an example if that better suits what you're trying to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got something, Gary? Uh, I was going to I guess my, gen- when I, my general understanding of pick me is that somebody who somebody who uh what's the word whatever i guess whatever relationship desire is like trendy like goes out of their way to prove that they are that thing um be that be that on like i mean i guess i i would say that i commonly uh see that the most on like social media um like you know like for example like people that um like, for example, I see women that are like, oh, I could never be out in the club twerking and drinking. I'd rather just stay home with my man and read a book. And it's like, it's like, honey, who, who is this for? <laughs> like that, for, in my head, that's some pick me ass shit. It's like people who, people who like not only uh, like talk down on other people's life choices, but use it in such a way to like make themselves look better or more compatible as a partner. Yeah, honestly, like, that's how I feel, too. Like, pick-me's are people who are, like, I'll shit on everyone else just so everyone, like, so people know that I'm popping. Like, oh, mm, like, it could never be me. And, like, and then say something regular. Like, I, I'd rather stay home and read a book. Like, no shade for all you, like, book people out there. You got a library card. Shout out to you. Um, <laughs> But, like, you, like, what is you wanting to stay home and reading a book and me wanting to go to the club have anything to do with each other? Like, that sounds like you'll find a person who will maybe want to stay home and have book club with you. And I might find you someone who wants to go out to the club and shake it fast or whatever. Like, I just, like, we're in two <laughs> different lanes. Like, I think that's always the thing is that, like, women um, or people just in general who are willing to, like, throw people underneath the bus that they feel like it's their competition. So a lot of times you see, like, women on women or, like, 
I mean, honestly, I've never seen a man really be a pick me. Um, they're normally just like a. Honestly, I feel like when men try to be a pick me, it's always screaming like, "Do not pick me." <laughs> so like it's hard not to like it's like oh you know because i'm out here a strong black man i got my own car i was like i just feel like anybody who has to like list all their attributes like you're hiding something yeah. <laughs> like what's wrong with you? okay like you're, like you're doing the most like my thing is like should i feel like sometimes stuff should just kind of speak for itself like if i always tell you like yeah and i always tell them the truth like I don't have to tell you that because you should be experiencing me in an honest way. So like if I'm all, if you ask me if it's raining outside, I'm not going to tell you no when it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have to tell you I'm honest <laughs> because if you know me, you should know me to be honest. And I think that that's always the piece. It's like, um, I'm going to mess up this quote. I think it's from Shakespeare. Don't correct me. Um, it's like, <laughs> doth protest too much. So it's like you working mad hard over there to be like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like mm, you're doing a lot and it's giving... <laughs> giving booty energy honestly like you're <laughs> your booty I'm like i'm not feeling it and i'm over you but um yeah i've just never been impressed by that i feel like if you have to shit on other people to make yourself look good um you're a bad person and like so i'm 10 toes down on that <laughs> okay well you know what listen we love a 10 toes down we love a nipsey quote so <laughs> what i will say is i would like to understand just a little bit deeper what you mean in terms of like in comparison to someone because i feel like in your examples you're giving like when someone is talking about themselves too much they're boasting about themselves too much like i guess what you're saying is like they're just saying like pick me pick me and these are all of the great things that i have Okay, so I'll yeah. oh, go ahead, Gary. Okay, yeah, I was I was gonna say yeah. I think um, well, I was, I was, another example that I was gonna give that I thought might clear it up a bit more is like for example. So I think I think there are definitely lots of times, especially on social media, which rules everything around us, that I think men will post like pick me baits, and and I I've seen women feed into it. Um, so like for example, it'll be like a guy will post like I don't know like a. I don't know, like a supermodel wearing a suit or something like that. And I'll be like, take notes, ladies. She don't got to have her ass out. She don't got to, she don't got to show no skin. And she's killing all of y'all just by, you know, being, being about her business. And you'll have women in the comments like, I know that's right. I'm classy enough to where I don't got to show no skin to, to, to slay. All I need is my eyes and my smile. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like that's some pick me ass shit too. <laughs> Cause it's like, instead of celebrating the fact that all women of all types that can choose to express themselves in any way possible, they like feed into that. Like this guy is saying that, Oh, every woman should be like this. And then, and then other women agree. And then women agreeing with him fuels him up to feel that way. So I feel like that's also pick me energy. It's like guys give their quote unquote ideal of how a woman should be. And women, instead of just advocating for other women by saying women can be whatever they want, they, they, they make that guy feel like, what he's saying is the gospel heard yeah i think that's the other thing is that like when you have again like you have to tear someone else down like i'm good and like i'm sexy enough that i don't have to show my titties okay or maybe you ain't got no titties to show like that like <laughs> what does my titties have anything to do with you like you know what i mean like cool like I, it's just I, to me i always feel like oh well you know a lady never eats after nine okay well if i'm hungry at 9 30 guess who's eating after nine this lady like it just i don't understand how <laughs> i feel like that's the thing is that it's like oh you should choose me because obviously i'm making better choices and then the question becomes who set the standard like it's one thing if you're like hey this is who i am and these are all the things that make me me within the confines of you trying to date me that's one thing but if if i have to go on the internet and be like Mm, I could never be in these streets with sister locks. I have, it's only traditional locks. So that is the traditional African way and everyone else is doo-doo. Like you'd be like, girl, like what does my locks have to do with yours? You would be like, you're doing a lot to 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 go, for, like to go out of your way to talk about something that has nothing to do with you. And I think that's the thing is that when people are like, hey, I see you over there looking at that girl with big butt, with a big butt or with big titties and that makes me insecure. So instead of like acknowledging that that person does have those things and I don't, I'd rather let you know like, well, why would you want to be with a woman who's going to show everyone her titties when you can be with me in the house and I'll always wear a robe when I leave the house or a shapeless burlap sack because your body is a, like, what is happening here? Like, it just, I feel like it just very quickly gets out of control. And I think that that's the biggest thing is that like, it's okay to, to boost yourself up. Like you should be hyping yourself up. No one should hype you better than yourself. Right. But if you have to hype yourself up or to hype yourself up, you have to tear other people down. 
again, it comes back to you're a horrible person. <laughs> so so, I, so <laughs> that's the sum up. So I was yeah. So to tie it all together, I think in our well, I think based on the examples we're giving, I think we both kind of see pick me's as like people who, who yeah, who boost themselves up like like they like they'll make some type of social commentary about others while saying not me though I'm better than that, and that's mm-hmm. and that's why I'm ideal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, that is not the stuff that I've been seeing. So that was a very good perspective. Thank you. Because <laughs> um, that was not where I, that conversation was going to go if I started it. So that was wonderful. Um, so where I'm at with it or what I've been seeing in the conversations I've been having with men and women in other spaces is pick me is, is, when, is when you see other, when you see a man or a male figure, whatever, when you see a man say something and a woman agrees with him, other women attack her for trying to be like, oh, pick me, see, I agree with you. And I think I think Paige gave an example that kind of framed that. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I've been seeing. And those are the pick me like conversations that I've been having. And, you know, when it comes to other women, it's just like, oh, you like you doing too much for to get that man attention. Not that maybe she actually agrees with him. Hmm. That it's just okay. perceived that she's doing this in relation or like in, um, yeah, with getting the attention of a man or seeking the attention of a man. Because at the end of the day, whatever life partner you're looking for, you want to find them and you want them to find you. Like that's an actual desire. You know what I'm saying? In your mm-hmm. heart. And so kind of where I come into play or where my thought process come into play is like, well, damn, we just all pick me's. <laughs> I'm a pick me. I want my husband to pick the fuck out of me. Like <laughs> I'm here, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we are, when we're dating, like we're preparing to merge our lives with someone else. Like we're looking to inconvenience, you know, our comfort zones and our safe spaces and our secrets and all the other stuff to let this person in because that's what we truly desire. So we all we all want to be chose. You want to be picked. So how I've been seeing it, those are the conversations I've been having. And that's mm-hmm. just my personal, you know, opinion on it in that context. But now thinking about y'all, I'm like, oh, that kind of broadens the horizons for me. So I'm going to have to ponder on that. That was good. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of a positive pick me. So you said you were okay. So you were. I mean, no, no, no. To... I think pick me's are is meant to be negative. Like it's it's just a negative connotation that people put on other people, which I guess is like you know what you guys are talking about. All all of it is perspective. It's just somebody's opinion on somebody else and what they're doing. So okay, but you said what you'd primarily been seeing is women women attacking other women for being pick me's, like like commenting on situations where they feel like somebody is being a pick me. Right, or what I guess they consider a definition of a pick-me to be, which it seems like, based on the context, right, just like mm-hmm. when women are agreeing with men. So it's just like, oh, you only agreeing with him because you want to seem more ideal as a suitable partner. Okay. Now, now is that agreeing with men about, like, matters relating to, like, dating and women specifically? I mean, I'm going to go with, from the examples and the conversations I've had, primarily because it's usually something like in relation to men so I guess it can also be you know something that Paige kind of gave an example of but it's like having a woman say all of these great things about myself and like this is why you know I'm better than this other type of person mm-hmm. and so like a woman you know portraying it like that like I've I've heard other women refer to that person as a pick me because again, it's just all about the seeking the attention of the men. Like you're just in some way compromising yourself for the attention of whoever, you know, your partner is or whatever you're looking for. Gotcha. I mean, honestly, I think the other thing is that like, I think when I see people who have like pick me behavior, Oh, I guess like I'll say respectfully because that makes everything disrespectful. Respectful, <laughs> respectfully, I like pity them because it's like you are so fearful of being alone that like you don't feel like you're enough. And like I've been there, like you know what I mean. I've been there where it's like, oh, I don't feel like I'm enough, or I'm not worthy, or I'm never gonna find someone. Like nobody would normally pick me. Like who would pick this? 
So let me do all these, like, let me get out on front street, tap dance, and throw all these other people underneath the bus so someone will pick me. I'm like, you're right. Everybody does want to be chose. But, like, I think the other piece is that what people don't understand is, are you sure, like, when people be pick me in, like, are you sure that's who you want to pick you? Like, sometimes, like, when people be under Dr. Umar's, like, Twitter thread, I'm like, this, this is... <laughs> this is what you want? <laughs> like, like, please pick me, my lord. Like, no. why? Why? But they just might see different things in that person. Like, they just might value them differently than you value them because your actual values are different than theirs. So, right. like, to you, but like, they they just might see value in what is that? What he's saying? They might genuinely agree with what is he saying? I don't follow Dr. Umar. I don't know what he talk about. So I'm very objective <laughs> in this space over here. I have no idea what the hell he'd be talking about, but he got hella memes. Oh, that's all the memes. <laughs> all yeah. the memes. I don't know. I guess I just look at it that way. And I'm like, I I want you to be picked, mama, but I want to make sure that you, like, I feel like people who end up being picked means like, maybe you think you want that person, but like that person don't really want you because well, I feel like, because you're, you're again, it? Because I feel like if you have to do all this pick me stuff, like if if who you were, like, okay, perfect example. Tiara's probably one of my older friends, and she perpetually tells me that I'm a line stepper. Something that she's seen in our friendship is that I will be joking or saying something, and where normal people will stop, I will mm-hmm. continue and press on because I'd be committed to the joke. That's what, <laughs> that's, that's the truth. But the the thing is that, like, I don't have to go out and tell people I'm a line stepper because the people who are around me just knew that. Like, they told me. I didn't have to tell them. They were like, this is who you are. This is who you've consistently been. So I just, again, like, I feel like when you were having to, like, over-exaggerate a part of yourself, it makes me wonder, like, is that really who you are or is that who you're, like, hoping to be? Are you, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. I'm like, are you actually sure that this is who, like, what you want? Are you just performing this because you feel like this person is cool or whatever? Gary, do you have something to say before I respond? Oh, she's about to rip me. She's about to eat me out. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 because no, because any anything that I would uh, not anything that I would add would like would like tangent off this topic. So I'll I'll uh, I'll let this play out. <laughs> okay. okay, eat me out. Okay. <laughs> Gary, get your words out now before I eat this. <laughs> I was just asking. Um, because I want to respect y'all's space, but <laughs> so what I so what I would say is <clears throat> what I would say is from from where you're framing this, it's literally you speaking from your telephone. Like what you was what you the example that you gave is because people were around you, they were interacting with you, they had time to engage with you and develop that idea about you mm-hmm. because of that connection piece. Like you were actually around them. So it's like when people are having these thoughts through their telephone, are they actually knowing this person? Like, are you just or is it just a, a some like some type of got it? <clears throat> yes, like inner response to this type of energy that you're perceiving. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't actually know this person. Most of the time, I don't know who you're, you know, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. not every time. But you're like it's doing like, this because you want to catch this person's attention. It's like, I only have a brief window to get your attention. So let me tap dance to get it, I guess. No, that's not what I said. Um, dang, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's not at all what I said. So I need to go a little further. Let me say mm. this. <laughs> Go go deeper. Get it. <laughs> ah, I wish you could see me because I'm hiding. Oh, that I'm dumb. <laughs> no, I don't. But what I would like to do is open your open your perspective just a little bit. So walk with me. Talk with me. What I want to ask you is when you are having these moments, like you personally, because you're here, you're present. So when you're having these moments where you're looking at someone and you're perceiving them as having picked me energy, have you actually been around that person to develop a solid, you know, understanding of who they're like, what their personality is, maybe where they are right now, maybe where they aspire to be? Like, are you interacting and engaging with that person enough to know who and how they, you know, identify or, you know, behave? Okay. Got now these it, are no. hold on, pause. Yeah, right. Cause these are these moments where like now you gotta keep it G with yourself. Like for real, like am I? 
do I actually know these people? And most of the time the answer is no, exactly. And it's like, again, so how are you perceiving that as pick me energy when you don't even actually know them? And Mm. so it makes me want to like stop and have people think, what about it have you been seeing or hearing or even believing yourself that even brought you to that mind that that mindset with that person like where like where did that come from because it seems subconscious because when you think back to like when you actually put thought into it you don't even know them to make that assessment to feel that feeling or to say that thing so it's like what makes someone a pick me when they're just agreeing with somebody else or like you said in y'all guys example it's like putting somebody else down to build yourself up that's corny that's just corny energy pick me corny whatever but it's like these definitions are getting blurred like you can go into uh what do they call that um what's hood dictionary ghetto dictionary what's that shit called urban dictionary thank you oh jesus oh no my ghetto dictionary hood dictionary ghetto dictionary Urban, and look, this is where my mindset is terrible. Yeah, excuse me, Urban Dictionary. Um, and you look up pick me and then just look up that definition and then start to see what you see online. Does it even fit that definition? Did it fit the definition that you had in your head? You know what I'm saying? It's like these definitions get blurred over time because people have their own interpretation of them and they speak them out as fact. They project how they feel onto somebody else. And then it's easier to join in on negativity. And so now this whole definition is now changed and it's covering all of these other things. And so people just need to be, first of all, people just not like mind, mind how they interact with people, mind how they engage with people. That's all energy. Like this is a whole, like life is an energy exchange, what you put out, what you take in. And so like dispelling, you know, some of that energy, or I would say negative energy, like that starts from within, like, you know, I feel like most people aspire to be at a place where they're only receiving and giving positive energy. I don't think anybody's like, oh, I want to hold on to this negative energy and hold it on my back. Like, you know, I don't, <laughs> if you do, you know, there's a place for you on Sesame Street, but it, most people don't want to live their life like that. And so it really starts from within and challenging, you know, these moments when your uh, unconscious mind, you know, has you saying things consciously, like just, just be more mindful about what it is that we're like talking about and how that relates to us and our internal thinkings and beliefs. Because at the end of the day, whatever you decide to do with your life, everybody that you talk to, you touch them. You send them some type of energy. If you ever decide to have children, they learn what you teach them. I'm a mom. I know that. So mm. it's I mean, like, you're not yeah. wrong. I mean, definitely. That's why I try to keep my toxicity to myself or on my friends group chat. um because I agree like I just (laughs) I'm being honest like you're right like you should you're right like I don't know someone I just be judging them I be getting into a mob mentality someone in the comments (laughs) ahead of time will be like oh that person's a pick me and I'll be like same like agreed (laughs) ditto (laughs) and then I just move on (laughs) but you're right like that is negative energy and that's part of the problem I am part of the problem and I hope to one day be a part of the solution okay well we can start today this was a good conversation. Ooh, we got some live growth. <laughs> I mean, I was already growing because I don't comment things on the internet. Like, honestly, the most, the closest y'all get to my thoughts on the internet is this podcast, which we edit, which is why it's not live. <laughs> because I believe in continuing to be employed. And I know busybody white people is just dying to get a nigga jammed up. So, no, 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 no. I'm not out here. Promote, uh, promoting nonsense in the comments, but I will screenshot you and send you to all my friends and say you would pick me. But the next time I go to do that, I will think, do I know this person to be judging in this way? And if I don't, then I will only share that post with one person instead of multiple. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to progress. Bro. Yes, we're going to keep progressing. But yes, that is, <laughs> that is growth. <laughs> Every little bit is something. It's compounded it. So, yes. Gary, any parting thoughts on the pick me's? No, I think this is a great conversation. And I think uh, it's interesting how we all had like a different experience with it and that we all kind of chimed in and then we all learned something. So I think it was cool. But I, and I think we, the one, I think the one thing we all agreed on is that putting other people down to like, to emphasize your, 
your compatibility or why you're the best is just is just corny across the board. Um, let people live. Let people be how they want to be. And if you have strong opinions on how other people want to behave, be that how they choose to carry themselves or dress or what the relationship values are, you know, uh, channel them into something productive. And if, even if you want to express your opinion, make it just a statement instead of uh, at the detriment of somebody else. Right. And don't put it on the internet either. Like, stop documenting yourself saying bad things about people, guys. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's like the number one rule. Like, don't record yourself committing the crime. Like, y'all are mad dumb. Like, I keep calling people like N words and F words on the internet. And you be like, I don't understand how they found my job when you led them there. Like, at the bare minimum, if you have something bad to say about people, because I like to keep it all the way funky. Like, I believe in the giving gratitude guru, but I know there's a bunch of heathens out there like me. And I and I see y'all, and I want to let you know that the <laughs> next time you want to say something mean, just call someone and say it to your friend instead. I do that with Sierra all the time. I have nothing to tell you other than this ridiculous story that I just want to be rude about, and there's no other platform for me to do this such. So really invest <laughs> in that and therapy. Yes. <laughs> mental health plug. For hey. real. Speaking of mental health, um, there was a TikTok that went around that a lot of people are questioning this one Black lady's mental health. There's this Viral TikTok, and honestly, by the time this podcast comes out, this will be a little bit older, but it's still going to be relevant for you hoes. Um, but there is a TikTok of this woman. She's in bed with her bonnet on, with her man, and they like a matching bonnet to do rags. It's giving very couple vibes, very cute. They're Black. Um, and Shorty just kind of like casually says like, yeah, um, like my boyfriend handles all the money. Um, my paycheck is direct deposited into his account. So all the money's in one place. So he can pay the bills and make the, like he was like, he has investment. She literally said he pays the bills. He has investment and he gives me an allowance of a hundred dollars a week. She was like, if I need more, I can ask for more, but this is just easier. Apparently they've only been together for three years. This is from what she shared in the interview or not in the interview in the TikTok. And everybody is eating her up in the comments. And truthfully, I think this is some very interesting budgeting tips. Uh, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> you see how that pivot was? Because I remember we were doing a podcast. Um, I feel like this couldn't be me just because, like, I didn't like. It's not even so much about her depositing her paycheck into her in her man's account because, for all we know, like, both of their names could be on the account. So therefore, like, she does have access to the money. But it was like she was like, he pays all the bills and he has investments. If you're investing using my paycheck at the bare minimum, that he needs to be a we. At the bare minimum. Yeah. I just felt like that language was so toxic. Like, it wasn't just so much like, because I don't know, everyone's households are different. And I got some old-fashioned ways that I'm sure y'all will eat me up about later. But I just felt like when she was just like, he has this and he has that. And honestly, he sat there and said nothing the whole time, but had this, like, weird light-skinned smurf on his face. And I was like, oh, my God, he got another family. Oh, my gosh. Now, I don't know if that's true. Let me be clear. Like, I don't know nothing about these people. So, like, that, he may not have another family. But the vibe was very secret family vibes to me. He, he, made, the, he made the secret family face. Yeah, he was like, you know, he was like, mm, Yeah, I, like, I practiced that in the morning, in, in the mirror in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I brushed my teeth, practiced my got another family face. Look, if you know, you know, Gary. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's funny. Hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Gary. Uh, <laughs> oh, she about to eat this up? All right. So wait. Our, uh, so I guess uh, now the information has been presented. Are we just like giving our uh, our opinion on? Yeah. What's your hot take? That lifestyle. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess my, my the first thing I was I kind of put a bookmark in as you were speaking was the language choice. Like like yeah. Like if it is. Like the, the language choice of all my money goes into his account and he gives me an allowance, I found to be kind of like odd. Um, but like you said, I don't I mean I would I mean, for me, it would only make sense if it was a, you know, a joint account and they had investments like kind of like pretty much what you said. But if it's truly like my if, if it's truly like only in his name and like only he has the debit card, only he has access and like literally she doesn't get no money without going through big dog that's where i'm kind of like mm, <laughs> uh nah as 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 Paige said that's uh not for me <laughs> that's not something i could ever really get behind it's 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 kind of it's given off a kind of con controlling 
financial dom kind of a vibe, but not even like in a beneficial sexual way. Just like this is how we live. <laughs> and eh, yeah, I'm not I'm not really rolling. We gotta get a toxic nigga on here. <laughs> we gotta get someone who's gonna be like, yeah, I love that shit, and then I spend all her money. <laughs> Hashtag balance. I can't. Um, okay. <clears throat> so she's so composed. She's, say. I know. <laughs> she's so damn composed. <laughs> I do. Okay, so this is what I will say. What I will say is, I don't know nothing about these people. That's my disclaimer. I don't know nothing about these people. I'm just giving my own uh, non professional opinion because fuck that, I live this life. So I'm going to give you my professional opinion for my life. And mm. aside of the language, because honestly, I really watched the video enough to catch the language. I was just more so like, you know, I just looked at it. I read the caption. I probably read the first couple of comments. I don't really like comment dive as much as I do on Twitter. For some reason, Twitter threads take my whole life away, all my time. But Instagram comments, they just be too foolish. Facebook comments, even worse. But what I will say is it's a partnership. Like when you, most of the time, when you're entering a relationship with someone, you're entering a partnership and, you know, you soon start to recognize where someone has the strengths. Mm -hmm. and where someone has the weaknesses and the number one reason for a divorce you can google this because i'm not but the number one reason for divorce is financial issues like above infidelity above you know socioeconomic status being equally yoked all of those things like well more that can go into financial but essentially it's just like sometimes you have a partner or a person who is very well all financially they're financially literate they have their savings accounts their Roth IRAs you know they understand they're investing they understand a little bit more and then sometimes you have a partner who is you know not as responsible maybe responsible enough to get their bills paid but like ain't got no money in the bank really just hustling and bustling you know paycheck to paycheck and you know they need to understand the strengths and the weaknesses like the person needs to understand that they're weak and that's it. <laughs> like, I mean, it's real. Like, that, long pause? that That hard stop. That hard <laughs> stop was wild. Because it's real. Yeah, like, you are a weakness. Like, I heard an echo in here. You are weak, 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 weak. weak, weak. Yeah. <laughs> but know that about yourself. But know that about yourself and find someone who can make you stronger in that, whether it's a mentor, reading a book, a podcast, whatever, like, people don't understand their weaknesses and they'll let it go to their detriment. That's foolish to me. And so if you know financially, you ain't really got it together and you, you know, are fortunate enough or, or blessed enough, whatever, to have a partner who does understand that that's a value within your partner. Don't be upset because of what they chose to do with their money. And, you know, they, they're holding down the situation. Like you need to learn from that. And sometimes learning comes with somebody else managing the bills. I mean, it also challenges gender roles too. Like a lot of people always look at the woman who like manages all of the money and pays all the bills because they're more responsible and it's genetically made up like that and you know, blah, blah, blah. And so sometimes it's like seeing the reverse of that. It's like, if that's that person's strength, then like, let it be that person's strength, gender aside. Like maybe that's just the roles and responsibilities of their, of their relationship because of what they know about each other and maybe who's stronger who's weaker in certain areas like like i said aside from the language i think that that is just something that the idea that partnership should be the goal and with partnership you need to know your weaknesses and your strengths and your partner's weaknesses and strengths and sometimes that looks a lot different than what these people on the internet are used to i mean no i agree i think that that's really important and if you have someone who's, like, better managing money, but I feel like the whole point is that I can't get past the language. Like, I can't do aside the language. Because, like, to me, I feel like uh, I'm about to student affairs out of death. Language matters, okay? It do. I've had to make made too many bulletin boards and <laughs> door decks about how language matters. And my thing is, like, why are they his investments? 
if it's our money and you're better at managing it and it's for our future, then it's our investment. Okay, but there are also a couple on YouTube or Twitter or on social media like anybody else who pick up their phone and record what they say. They're not thinking about their language. They just talking, just the way we talk on this podcast. I'm sure these sentences are fragments. I ain't fixing them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said what I said, and that's just that. So yes, I understand what you're saying about language, and that is, and from the professional world, you know, it bleeds into our personal. I come from a healthcare space, and you know that it has its own different like qualities to it. But still, yes, language matters. Continue. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, but I think then I can make the argument that, I mean, they, they might just be trying to like get popping and get popping. Like you know, people definitely come on here. Like there was that whole trend. Are people like pretending to say like crazy things about their family members because they were getting like a fake scholarship? Oh my god! Oh so, like, yeah, like, yeah. Yes, I like, so that. I mean, if Shorty just got on there and was like, "Let's just you know like blow up Twitter today," and then you're right. But I'm I'm going to assume that the parameters in which they were talking are all important factors. And like, yes, I also think that like I'm you live in a totally opposite world. I'm so glad that we're best friends because I had never heard of the women <laughs> handling the bills. It's always like the men makes more money. So to me, I think that's what it is, is looking at it from a societal standpoint. What you hear is that, hey, like I put my money in an account with someone else's name on it and they make all the decisions for me. And that's totally fine if you're living in a very trusting relationship. Mm-hmm. I want to be- with Wait, my I have a question. Right Hold time. on. Yeah. No, go ahead. Talk about Talk about your partner, honey. Get it off so annoying i want to be with my partner for the rest of my life but i don't know if i want to be with him to the point where i would want to put all my money just in his account and be like i just trust that you got my interest because what if he dies or something or what if something crazy happens and my name not on the account i don't have money like i think about these kind of things because my anxiety is high so, right. <laughs> and so, your partner yeah. knows that and i'm sure your partner will have all of those things squared away and you're going to make so because you're his partner so yeah what you got gary you know (laughs) (laughs) y'all ladies pardon so uh no yeah i'm hey assuming that i I, i'm just gonna assume the best and that these that these people have done so in a way that is healthy and responsible for them I think, yeah, I mean, we did get caught up in semantics of the language, and yeah, I, I hear I hear all sides of it, um, and I, again, we don't know these people, they could, it could have, they could have been chasing a moment on the internet, they could have not, they could have been, it could have been exactly what she said, whatever works for them. <laughs> I have a question, though, for both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of money management and what you've seen in, like, your childhood or, like, growing up, like... In your households or in like your friends' households or like, you know, what you've seen what other people talk about, like who was paying the bills? Like who was literally paying the bills? Like not whose money it was, like who was physically putting the check in the mail. Well, you see, I grew up in a one parent household. Okay. So like just mama. It was all her. That's all I really had to see. So that this one was a a real, a real quick, quick answer for me. I mean, but like, what your maybe like friends or what you grew up seeing your like relationships of your friends. You guys don't talk about like stuff like that. Uh, you mean like currently or like back in the day? I mean, whatever. Like, whatever is a, a spatial answer. Just overall, think about what have you seen or like what do you know about money when it comes to like relationships in terms of like you know. Who's responsible for actually paying the bill? Uh, I guess I don't. I guess in my life, I don't. I I don't have any like definite systems. I've, I guess I've heard lots of different ways of it being done. Like everybody just handling their own things. Like I I definitely have seen couples that kind of like you know budget what they make together and kind of throw all their money in the pot, handle the bills, and then play with the rest. So I mean, I've seen. Lots of different systems as far as like who, what, and how. Um, but it's not, I guess it's not ever something that I've had like a, a very involved conversation about. Okay. Um, I think it was 50-50. Um, my mom like didn't know how to use like online banking and stuff. So 
my dad did a lot, but like I definitely remember going with my mom to like PSENG. Um, but my mom's also sixty-one and likes to uphold gender roles. So when I think about people who are like she's who were like her friends and stuff, like who were married, the husband was like always the person. Like even now, my mother like defers. Like, oh, does Stanley like that? Like, does you know what I mean? Like, it's just who she is because of the age group. And then, unfortunately, a lot of my friends who I knew growing up, like, didn't have dads. <laughs> like, I hate to say it, but, like, a lot of people just, like, didn't have dads. So, it's really rough you. out here. No, I hear you. <laughs> I mean, I come from a very privileged perspective because I do have a two-parent household and I grew up with you know mostly two-parent families around me um so yeah I feel like what I've mostly seen what I've replicated in my relationships was like you know I'm gonna put the money in the pot type of chick like I'll pay I pay for dates I'll trick Hey. Oh man, like I'll I'll spend some cash because I'll spend it on myself. So I'll spend some cash on someone that I'm with. So it's like I'm like, all right, we put all the money in the pot. It really don't matter who it come from on what day. Like you know what I mean? If you treating, you treating. But you know, I'm gonna have to pay for something later. Like you know what I'm saying? Because it just right. comes from the same from the place. same pot. Yeah. Mm. So that's kind of like where I fall. But when it comes to like actually logging on to whatever website or writing the check like I was the person who wrote the check you know my mom writes the check like yeah it's a conversation they balance the checkbook together like all of those things are still done together but the responsibility of the person who actually go and withdraw the money and you know or have it in some type of form and give it to whatever the person is that you pay it was the woman's responsibility I'll have to ask my mom about this but like I mean I agree I'm the same thing with the pot like I thought about opening like a joint account. Like that's the thing is like, so we uh, both of our names are on there and like, but truthfully, I'm a, I'm a big baby. Like my dad's names are still on my checks. Don't blame me. I'm being honest. <laughs> I've had the same bank account since I was 16. And honestly, I'm not going to take them off yet. No, because every time I try to do it, my dad's like, well, what happens if you need money? And I'm like, Oh, I do sometimes need money. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, that's how the whole conversation goes. And everybody's like, you need to get your father off your account. I'm like, everybody needs to mind their business. Like, <laughs> um, when I open up my next account, my dad won't be on it. So it's Look not that that gross. Gross. <laughs> wow. But also, I think it says something that I've been a loyal customer at Bank of America for over 10 years. I've had that account since I was 16. I mean, I feel you. So, yeah, I mean, like, I get it. I'm, you know, honestly, truthfully, I, I wish this couple the best. They are getting eaten up on social media between the people who are writing for them and the people who are, you know, chopping them up. And I'm sure this is what they wanted. Hopefully they get like a little sponsorship. Shorty had a bonnet on and he had a matching uh, do-rag. So maybe they have some kind of entrepreneurial business. And uh, God bless. I just want the best for Black people. Period. (laughs) I'm rooting for everybody Black. For real. Same. Any last thoughts for today's audacity? Anything else y'all got to get off your chest? Mm, I think it's been uh, well handled. That's wonderful. So we're going to pivot, really get into why we have the guru of gratitude here. Um, (laughs) So by the time this uh, pod airs, it should be winding down to the end of January, getting close. So hopefully y'all have committed and started doing the work for your New Year's resolutions and intentions and vision boards and shit. Um, but, you know, Tierra is all about walking with gratitude. And I know a lot of people are, are, you know, very thankful for what they do have going into 2022. So we brought Tierra here to kind of talk to us more about how do you live a gracious life and how can you incorporate more gratitude into your life to hopefully be, you know, your own personal guru of gratitude. Jesus. <laughs> a lot of G's. Yes. Um, listen, G's up always. Mm-hmm. What I would hey. say is, <laughs> right. So, listen, there was an episode of Grey's Anatomy. For anybody who knows me, I am a Grey's Anatomy fanatic. I went to their medical school. I am a doctor. And so, <laughs> and that's all <laughs> <laughs> I will she, claim that to the day I die. And she is not going back and forth with y'all. Okay. <laughs> Don't talk to me about it. But um, 
I would say that they had a really good episode. I think it was probably their Thanksgiving episode, but they really talked about how, you know, practicing gratitude, expressing gratitude on a daily basis, like increases your mental health, increases your emotional health, increases your spiritual health. And, you know, that in tune has its own level of residual energy. And then it starts to go into like, you know, maybe your relationships and your workspace and maybe how you start feeling about yourself. And, you know, maybe you start working out or, you know, mindfully eating or whatever you felt like you needed to start doing in order to, you know, get yourself to that next level. And so I think that it's just something so simple that people over people overlook a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's just something as simple as like, okay, I stopped at a red light. Maybe I was rushing or something like that, but now I have the opportunity to turn to the song I like, you know, get me a sip of water, um, you know, think about whatever it is, complete my thought in the piece and not having to like rush and look for traffic and all of these other things. So it's like even something as simple as just being thankful that I have this red light to just practice a moment of peace and stillness and just being present. So, you know, when you have moments that feel like overwhelming, just be thankful that you're there. Start with that. Do some deep breathing. There's so many great meditations online on YouTube that you can um, listen to to get started. Guided meditations. You can go as specific. I mean, I listen to one that's specifically for um, like visibility, like how to not lose yourself. And it's so good. It's so powerful. It's for a Black woman specifically. And I probably should give y'all the link for that because it's really that good. But it's just all these like little things that you can do to kind of get yourself back on track because life is going to get you down, baby. I ain't going nowhere. What they said, what that uh that reel said, the weapons prospering against me, they prospering just a little bit. I ain't saying <laughs> like whooping my ass, but that bitch got hands. Got like, hands. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Like... What you need to learn is how to push through it, like how to feel it, how mm -hmm. to give yourself some peace with it, and then release it because it's going to keep going. Like, it's it's all energy. Like, just let it roll off of your back, but don't lose yourself in it. No, that's right. What are some oh, of the things that you guys do? <laughs> like, how do you get past those moments? What are some things that you've adopted? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I definitely identify with a lot of what you said. Um, and I feel like I have, especially in recent times, because life definitely got your boy in a headlock and is punching the top of my melon. So, um, but yeah, I definitely, my, my cassava. Um, but yeah, I definitely have found myself kind of being, having those mindful moments. I, I guess I didn't always have that language for it since we're, you know, since we're policing language today. Um, <laughs> but no, I definitely have had, I guess, like mindfulness of, of my situation and like, you know, and, and I guess it, ha it has been gratitude in different forms of, uh, as you said, like when life's getting me down or if I have moments where things don't go as planned or I get wrenches thrown in or, you know, I have things that uh, are just causing all around hardship um you know i uh do find i do try to find like things to be grateful for in that moment be that like my the resources i have that i know that will get me out of the situation or just kind of gratitude within myself that you know i know i'm built to handle this because um and and i try to i try to like not always go into the like it could be worse mindset which i know like a mm -hmm. lot of people tend to do but i don't know i feel like that's like enforcing a negative and i try to kind of look at it like not not it could be worse it's like i, I i'm i'm happy that i have it in me to get through this you know um mm -hmm. so i i guess that's something that i've had to adopt uh I guess definitely over the last six months um, or so, but definitely like currently and within the last like month or two, I've had to kind of uh, adjust the way that I handle those situations mentally. Yeah, I think for me, I do a lot of reframing. Um, so like, um, you know, I live in DC now and that's cool, but like both of y'all are in New Jersey with my family and the rest of my friends. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, it's been, you know, it hasn't been easiest to, like, not have, like, the people who I would normally hang out with. Like, I feel like I would see you and Gary, like, very frequently when I was living in New Jersey. So, to now, like, 
go from seeing y'all sometimes like every day for Gary, <laughs> like mm-hmm. other times, like I, I now I don't see y'all at all. But I think I try to like reframe things like, yeah, I haven't made like a bunch of new friends, but I have been able to like get myself together and like get a hobby. Like now Gary and I have started this podcast. Like, I don't know if I would have been able to do that if I was like more busy at work or still living in New Jersey. Like, so, you know, I try to reframe things like that. Um, and I do try to like check in with myself and say like, hey, look how far you've come because I cannot stress this enough. I cannot believe that it's been six months, well, seven months now since I started my new job because my last job almost killed me. <laughs> mm. Same Period. Like, <laughs> for real. Like, I know if y'all listen to, if you have listened to every episode of this podcast, I know y'all like, girl, you got a new job, you got to let them let that go. And I will. I promise <laughs> you. Like, I promise y'all, I am almost there. But I think about that. I think about like how I made a decision to change my life and then I did. So I think about like kind of like what Gary says, like having the resources to make it through hard times because there's sometimes people have hard times and they just like, they just can't. Like, you know what I mean? Like they are unable to continue to live for whatever reason, like no matter, like for a, a multiple, a multitude of different reasons. And I don't think that that's necessarily like thinking about it being worse, but just being like acknowledging like, hey, you've gotten through this and you'll you'll be able to continue to get through this. Um, but it's not always easy. And I've definitely never thought about being gracious about hitting a red light, but I hear that. I like the framework of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like taking the, like when life gives you an opportunity to like slow down, even if it's not exactly what you wanted, it's nice. Like, like when you get sick, like when you're like working super hard and like your body makes you get sick. Cause you really do need to relax, but like, you're not listening to your body. So next thing you know, you got like a flu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. And would you have rather just relaxed and did something that you enjoyed or got the flu? <laughs> Definitely would have I rather mean, relaxed. I mean, listen, it's like, it's, it's a sign. Like it's a way of the world telling you like, okay, be more present with yourself. Be more in tune with yourself. I'm trying to tell you something, but you ain't listening. So I'm going to make sure you hear me. Right. But, yeah. you know, we have opportunities to change that. And one of the ways is, you know, practicing gratitude. Like every day, it takes literally two to three seconds. Honestly, if you see one affirmation a day for 30 days, I'm sure you'll start to feel better about yourself. And if you think I'm wrong, try it. <laughs> well, what, like, what are some, I was going to say, what are some examples of things that we could do? Like, what are some affirmations we can say? Or what are some ways that we can, like, integrate? Like, even if it's just, like, two minutes of gratitude into our day, like, give the, you know, give the users, a little, I mean, not the users, a little listener something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an app. There's an app called I Am. It's free. It literally is an affirmations app. And it'll send you affirmations every single day. You can pay for it as well. I mean, they have different categories. So they have some in love and grief and work and career and self-identity. They have a whole bunch of different ones. And if you just literally say it to yourself three times, it would take you probably less than 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Once a day. So that's one. They have guided meditations on YouTube. You can always go to those. They have affirmations. You can Google affirmations. You can follow my business page, T. Brian Notary Services, CVCS. And I do daily <laughs> affirmations for entrepreneurs, business owners, corporate workers, whoever you are that needs an affirmation. I do it every day on my podcast uh, page. It's given gratitude on Instagram. I'm going to start a 30-day challenge. It's a challenge for me, too, because I also need to be accountable in doing it. So obviously, if I'm posting it, that means I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's a challenge for you guys as well to practice gratitude. All you have to do is say the affirmation I posted my story three times. And it's it's honestly, it's an integrity challenge because I ain't there with you. <laughs> but Not an integrity challenge. Honor system. It is honor system. Honor system. Yes, because you're not doing nothing but cheating yourself. You ain't doing shit to me. I said mine. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> that's that. So, I mean, it's literally anything. There's this wonderful book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I am reading it. <laughs> Clearly, I talk about it all the time. And I do a chapter a day, but he literally talks about shifting the way that you view each event. You transition from seeing behaviors as burdens and turning them into opportunities. And so even the whole idea of reframing your words, like I've made affirmations for myself based off of that one sentence. And I reframed to, I'm grateful for the opportunity, da, 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 da. 
because I am. Because it's an opportunity. And so it's not a burden anymore. And I'm expressing gratitude because I'm grateful for the opportunity. And that is so simple. You can take it. It's yours. Like, <laughs> now you have one. Use it. All right. I will. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's really important to talk about this, especially, like, like I said, when this podcast airs, it'll be closer to February, which will be crazy. Um, and, like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, everyone wants to start off really strong with a new year, new me bullshit. Um, and I want people to like reach their goals. Like, honestly, I don't want it to be a new me. I want it to be a like a better me. Like, that's the thing is that like same me, just making better choices and 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 doing things that align more with my purpose. Um, would that so, be yeah, new I, for you? No, it will be more okay. aligned. Okay, yeah. So that's it will new. be more aligned. It's not. It's just better aligned. It was always there. I just couldn't reach nope. it. Okay, and now you're doing you've got to reach it, right? It's you're doing something you really before, need right? to stop. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna, I'm gonna delete this podcast. <laughs> Ladies, I'm having a great time. <laughs> this is why <laughs> you know what? I'm grateful for the for the opportunity to be checked on my own podcast. That's wonderful. Friend. You know, I love a healthy drag. I'm gonna reframe that, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I guess to me, like new me, it just gives too much pressure. Like I just feel like that for me, like that language, since we keep referring back to that, it's too much pressure for me. So like for some people, having a, a new them that feels really good for me, it just feels very like a lot of pressure. So it just same me, just hopefully doing fifteen percent better than I was last time. Um, well, but if you yeah. talk about language, you just throw in hopefully, like it may not happen, you know. Look, I'm doing my best because y'all out here keep trying me. I hear the devil <laughs> on my shoulder, okay, every day. He's like, just tell them how you feel. No, <laughs> no Beelzebub. <laughs> I can't tell them how I feel. Don't hey, use the devil's government name like that. Look, he's be trying me. He's like, don't you feel angry? I do not. <laughs> I am grateful for this opportunity to check in with my feelings and acknowledge that I'm not feeling anger. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I I want to see people succeed this year. I'm 2020 and 2021 has been kicking people's ass, and I hope that 2022 gives people the opportunity to fight back. <laughs> I don't know if we gonna, you know. I hope we all win, but at the at the bare minimum, I want to get some licks in. At the bare minimum. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, if you need an affirmation, go watch that Issa video. Watch that reel, probably 15, 20 seconds, and say that shit. Watch you saying that shit. I'm sure you're going to really start feeling like me, season. Mm. You're right. Go ahead. So, I, I'm about to say, Gary, I guess you're making a vision board. You, um, you want to do some intentions later on? Uh, I just might. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's the, it's the integrity challenge. So, uh, whether or not I do it, you'll never know. <laughs> you'll know you, you, <laughs> right you just go you just go have to trust me because i trust okay me. Mm, do you i sure do <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't I'm, I'm wondering if all the support in the air is real <laughs> <laughs> it's very real honestly no but for real i really want everybody to win like I just want you to, I want everyone to get there however they need to. I definitely will be choosing some affirmations, that's for sure, because I need them. Um, Are you going to do a vision board? I was thinking about doing something, like, virtual. I don't like vision boards. Um, I don't like arts and crafts, so I was going to do something that worked best for my skill set. So I was going to make a list, a bulleted list. Um, that's something that I really enjoy. I was going to maybe highlight some lists and do some sub-bullets. Um that was like an outline. I was going to do mm -hmm. my year outline. So yeah, so I do plan on doing some kind of like intentional working, like workshop through what I'm wanting to see in the next year, because I will say that like, truthfully, I didn't really believe in intentions the way I should have, even as a Christian with an asterisk. Um, but until like six months ago, when I was like really looking for a job and like, everyone kept saying you're going to get a job and I didn't believe it. So I just started telling myself I'm going to get a job. And then I made a quit date and then, you know, things started working out. You know, I said I wanted to move to DC. And so 
after seeing it happen, I was like, well, obviously there's power in words. Language matters. <laughs> and so I was like, absolutely. If you think I'm walking into 2022 without a little outline, you got me karate chisop, as Gary would say. <laughs> I would. So, yeah. What's going to be on your uh, 2022 intention board, Tierra? It's funny because I got invited to two vision board parties tomorrow, and I have an uh, actual Friday party to go to. So I have to do this on my, yes, always. But what I will say is I have two different ideas for vision boards. I'm with you. I did an arts and craftsy one when I graduated from undergrad and it was really cute, Um, but it was so time consuming. And so one year I had a vision board party at this really good place called Four Brothers Barbecue, Four Brothers Barbecue, Four Brothers Breakfast, excuse me, in Warren. Oh, I went to that. Yes. Oh, yes. Hello. And so we did it differently. It was like whatever, it was like, I think a heart or a circle, whatever in the center. And that was the date in which you wanted to complete these goals by, whether it be the full year, your birthday, whatever. Then you had different categories. Um, and then you just wrote goals for those categories. So I think this year, because I started my own business, T. Brian Notary Services, I have a vision board for like built built in like the different quarters. So Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, and I'm going to have like goals for my business. And so I need that visual cue. And then I'm also going to have one of, I guess, a way like affirmations, just like quotes that have really stood out to me. Like I've been doing a lot of like reading and listening to podcasts and stuff. So I've been writing a lot more. And so there's just been some things that just was like, oh no, I need to write this down. And so I want to put those up. And I think I'm going to do one with uh, some of the things that I've learned in Atomic Habits, because I feel like I need to go back to my strategies, you know, when you fall off. So Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to do three vision boards this year for 2022, because it's me season. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. Definitely not mad at it. Um, Gary, anything that like you're like specifically like I want to bring into 2022? This is like a good little compatibility, not a compatibility child, accountability <laughs> group. <laughs> uh, compatibility yeah. too. I think we're doing good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, um, I am I am in the process of getting a business off the ground. Um, ooh, ooh. And I, you know, I have a lot of things to do that go along with that. Um, so, you know, my vision board will be mostly consistent of the different steps and, you know, milestones I need to hit for my business. So. Perfect. I guess we should do one for the pod. Yeah. Or maybe we should include the pod on our respective, like, vision boards. Yeah. I would say so. Same. I literally just thought of that. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I guess there's a lot of things I want to see happen in 2022. And if being grateful and like walking with intention is how I get them, then I'm ready to take that. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I am ready to be grateful for every red light, every stub toe, every lost dollar, like everything. <laughs> okay. Bless somebody else. Yes, absolutely. Damn. Yo, you really believe this because you just had that off the top. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Now you really believe this. She really was so calm. She was like, yeah, because you bless someone else. Like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> you'll be grateful for every red light, stub toe, and lost dollar. Like, you better do it. That is literally so funny. I just want y'all to know that, like, it's giving gratitude is also giving realness. Like, she genuinely believes this. So if this is speaking to your spirit, th- she is the person for you, okay? Right. She uh she 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 walking what she talking, y'all. For real. Walking how I talk it. All right. She li- she living what she giving. <laughs> Come That's on, baby. It's big dready. Listen. <laughs> Come on, Wait, baby. Shut up. I need to be on a shirt. Put that on a shirt. I'm buying. Come on. You can keep that. Business number two. Business nah, business number two. Come on. What you talking Tara about? Tara always wants somebody to start a t-shirt business with some title. <laughs> listen. Listen. I want everybody to get money. There's too many ways to get money out here. Let's eat. Come on. 
easy. Right. It's on t-shirts, but I got it. If we get to the merch phase, we got that. What did you say, Gary? Get, get to the merch phase, sis. What do you mean if when we get to the merch phase? Okay, because she right? keeps talking about language, but her language is messed up. Do you hear what I'm saying? Ooh, she done popped off. This is what I'm talking about. She need to get ate up. That's This is why. <laughs> Every chance I get. What you talking about? <sighs> I just want to know, everybody know that. who's listening that this is love. This is what Tierra's love looks like. It's okay. Yes. I am yes. okay. <laughs> love looks like accountability. Yes. <laughs> Tell them, let me love you. Merch. <laughs> yes. Write it down. Heard. Check one. Um, <laughs> all right, niggas. We wrapping this thing up or nah? Yeah, I think that's a great spot to leave off. For real. You got any parting words for us, Guru? Yes, ma'am. Actually... I just wanted to act, define guru because I feel like people have, uh, we already talked about definitions. This is a Webster dictionary definition. A spiritual teacher, especially one who imparts initiation. If I can do mm. anything, I have left the world with walking in my purpose is to help y'all learn how to express more gratitude. That's it. All I need is one person, do it once and then keep doing it and tell their friends. Mm. Now You go. heard that? <laughs> Uh, each that, one teach one nigga that, that ripple okay. effect that ripple <laughs> that residual effect. energy Come that on. residual energy ain't nothing to play with change your life mm. all right well spread gratitude not covid for mm. real and if y'all were feeling extra moved by this uh you can slide directly into tiara's dms uh for <laughs> your questions and concerns regarding gratitude she also does accept tide and offering. Okay. So you can go ahead and slide down. We do too. So you know. <laughs> Change your life. If after this, you get so gracious that you hit the lot, make sure you slide back. Okay. Reach one, teach one. Okay. Right. You better water these fields. Okay. Reciprocate the blessings. Okay. We yeah. love a nurturer. But, um, thanks so much for joining us today, Tierra. Um, hopefully, we can come on and nigger up your uh, podcast in the future. Well, um, then. <laughs> well, then. As always, it's a pleasure. Uh, y'all stay moisturized and tune in uh, in two weeks to hear us talk about some more nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.